0: Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Objective, the show where we, uh, we discuss various topics, we try to explore things and bring the objectivist point of view as we are students of objectivism. And we do this, if you didn't know, five days a week, or as some Harvard scholars might put it, two plus two times a week. Enough with the opening jokes. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to a man who, let's just say if, uh, if ancient Athens had this man among their ranks, They could have solved the problems of philosophy, and today we'd be living like the Jetsons. Please welcome a man whose name I have mastered the pronunciation of, Nikos Sotarikapoulos. Close enough.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Daily Objective. Now, before we start, let me say something. So today, the biggest news of the day is the disaster in Lebanon, and we thought we would discuss this, but... We always tell you that before we jump in a topic, we need to have at least some understanding of where we where we stand. So, because I think we lack the context of exactly what's happened beyond the stuff that it's obviously a tragedy, and also because there's a disagreement between myself and the producer on whether we can have this discussion without this context, that's why we're not going to deal with uh, this topic, which is otherwise obviously. The big news of the day, but we're going to discuss another topic, which is it's not a, a humanity. It's not like a tragedy in terms of lives and livelihoods lost, but it's what is going to lead and has led throughout history in many tragedies, which basically is uh, is is the issue of how we approach knowledge. And there was there's this trend lately on Twitter with. Uh, the 2 plus 2 equals 5 and for those of you who who haven't followed it let me tell you what happened so it's all started as it usually these things start with something as a quasi actually as a quasi joke by James Limstead with someone who is eager to kind of explore let's say the postmodern or the social justice warriors the critical race studies, however you want to call this milieu. So he, he posted something about uh, 2 plus 2 equals 4. And a lot of people jumped in throughout the weeks. And in the last days, it kind of became a thing. And we know that 2, equals, two plus 2 equals 5 comes from Orwell, which basically he says that it's, it's the powers that be wanting you not to trust your life, and they dedicating... They are basically designating what reality is. So a lot of mathematicians jumped in and said that, well, yeah, you might be joking with this, but actually there is a way that two plus two might equal five and two plus two equals four is not, let's say, an unquestionable truth. And the things I want to focus on today are two things. The first is that there is actually a temptation to see this as a joke and I think it's not a joke it's very very serious and I will explain why and the second temptation which again I don't want us to fall into is that there is this small cabal of let's say SJWs or critical race theorists or, or post modernists who have this view but the rest of the education and academia is completely kind of defend it from this view. I will claim that this is actually not the case. And although you're not going to find many people who are going to tell you two plus two equals five, you will find people who will basically support the epistemological basis of this, which means the theory of knowledge. And now let me, before I pass it on to Raka, I, my introduction is a bit long, but I'll, I'll let Raka roll with that. Let me clarify something for people who don't might not know what these people are talking about. So no, they're not crazy. They don't say that, yes, actually, 2 plus 2 equals 5. They say two things. They say that 2 plus 2 could equal 5 in particular situations. That's the one thing that they tell you. And the other thing they tell you is that it doesn't really matter whether 2 plus 2 equals 4. What matters is what is the method of knowledge that led you to this answer. And careful, not whether it's correct, but who is behind that method of knowledge. So if behind this ne- method of knowledge is the white Western man, or I don't know if the white, if the Arab man kind of counts on that, but the, and the, their question is, who has been excluded from this narrative? They talk about narratives or discourses, which means language as power. So they will say, yeah, even if we could say that two plus two equals four, this doesn't tell us much. So try to give you the context so that you don't think that these are some completely crazy people. And again, these are math people who teach at schools, at universities, and quite often at high places. So Raka, let's start trying to understand what is happening here.
0: Well, there's a lot happening here. Um, I even think you're a bit too sheepish when saying that you know the whole two plus two equals five issue ultimately leads to um you know problems laying ahead i would I would even go as far as linking it to the explosion in Lebanon, obviously not directly the tweet The tweet did not lead to the explosion, but I think we can look at chaos and disaster and disorder and you know, mistakes are always going to happen. There, the, there will always be probably accidents. But um, the more chaos we see in the world, I think all roads do lead to philosophy. And that, that's the last I'll say about Lebanon because, like you said, we don't know very much yet. Um, but you are, I mean, I think you, you even under, uh, underemphasizing emphasizing uh, the consequences of this type of thing. Uh, people all, are always acting like, oh, yeah, philosophy, who needs it, they say. We, it, it doesn't really apply to real life but philosophy deals with fundamentals and you need to uh, you need axioms you need fundamentals i think the guy's tweet which i think we should have in front of us if we're going to talk about it he said something like um you know if somebody says two plus two equals five uh you know talk about what that said you know talk about axioms rather than lamenting the death of western
1: civilization i think that's more or less what he said and you, he's mean, right, the original, and- you mean the original tweet? Yes. By James Lindsay. Yeah, I'll I'll get it to you in a second. Yeah. So the original tweet is two plus two equals four. Quote, a perspective in white Western mathematics that marginalizes other possible values. Obviously, he, he tweeted it as like ironically, but people took it. It was basically this, but unironically.
0: Yeah. And there was another there was another uh, tweet by a Harvard uh, either student or professor, somebody who graduated from there or teaches there. I don't I don't remember uh, who said something along the lines of if you hear somebody say two plus two equals five, you know, you know, discuss like the axioms of knowledge that the person, the standard they're using and definitions rather than lamenting the death of Western civilization. Now, what it actually is, is the death of Western civilization, oh, but it's not just starting now. It doesn't, didn't start 10 years ago or even 50 years ago. It's been set in motion uh, since arguably around the time that the United States was first forged. And because at the same time, over in, across the ocean in Germany, you had German philosophers, in my understanding, undermining the Enlightenment, undermining the objectivity of knowledge as, as embraced by um, the Scottish and British thinkers, you had Germans exploiting the holes in the Enlightenment, exploiting the problems of philosophy that persisted, that were uh, presented by the skeptics, and making those problems the sort of um, kind of face of philosophy, kind of like the, the, uh, the bottom line of philosophy, to the point where skepticism became synonymous with objectivity sort of where skepticism became um, kind of the like the equivalent of um, of certainty if you uh, as paradoxically as that sounds to the point where today to be a scientist means you're skeptical quote unquote means like oh no skepticism just means you know holding off until you know enough but when it when the goalpost is moved to the point where it's impossible to ever be certain because of philosophy then knowledge becomes impossible and tech and uh, science and technology only applies to certain facets of life only applies to you know let's say uh building building certain tools and toys but when it comes to other you know social issues or, or politics or morality or just any other questions any other issues you can't be certain at all and you cannot apply the same certainty that you applied in the science lab and now everybody's compartmentalized and Philosophy continues to sort of eat itself and then eat itself, then regurgitate and eat itself again. Sorry for that very confusing image Um, to say two plus two equals five, obviously uh, reminds me and many people of the book 1984, which um, is surprisingly deep. Um, I don't, I, it's hard to imagine anyone today writing a book like 1984. And I think there's a lot of problems with that book, the way it sort of projects, uh, dystopia that's, that's stable enough to, to function long-term while being so irrational. I, I, I don't think that part is correct. I, I would, I would recommend Ayn Rand's Anthem and Atlas Shrugged for more of a, uh, likely vision of the future. But, uh, in 1984, the way that the whole two plus two equals four, um, issue is brought about. I, I, if I recall, Winston, the, the the main character, writes in his journal like something like like freedom means the ability to say two plus two equals four. Kind of like the the party, the state keeps telling you, nope nope you you don't get to you don't get to think for yourself and figure out if two plus two equals four. You need to um, you need to say that two plus two is what we tell you it is. And uh, you know, spoiler alert! At one one climactic moment of the book, Winston is being tortured. And and the uh, the man torturing him, the, 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 the representative of the state is holding up four fingers and says, how many fingers is this? And Winston says it's four. And then he zaps him and tortures him to say it's five. What do you want me to say? It's four. Nope. It's five. You know, there is a reason that um, that this is controversial. There's a reason that. We're arguing about whether two plus two equals four, or whether that's a universal or not. This this stuff does matter. It's not just a matter of opinion. There are consequences. A few years ago, there was um, a viral video uh, out of Africa where a young black girl student was talking about saying, "Maybe, maybe Isaac Newton's science doesn't apply to us." You know, Isaac Newton, the white man. Like maybe that's their. Th- those are his principles. Maybe we don't need to be. Um, embracing you know his rules of gravitation or whatever or whatever it was and this went viral and just like now people were saying oh there goes science there goes objectivity oh there goes civilization and it is true that this sort this identity politics that all of this uh critical race theory and postmodernism and, and all of this is sort of destroying our ability to function as a civilization but what most people don't understand is that they are um enjoying the fruits of what was of the seeds planted even hundreds of years ago by philosophers. And these are the, um, these are the, the, the fruits we are trying to get rid of. Now we are trying to, uh, what, what I'm trying, I'm working with this metaphor. We're trying to pull out those seeds that were planted and we're trying to plant a healthier tree that addresses the problems of philosophy that, um, that provides man with the ability to be certain that gives you an understanding of how two plus two equals four relates to the facts on the ground that they're not it's not just an abstraction that it relates not only to building tools but also to uh you know sex economics everything it, it, it you know philosophy is integrated and, and needs to be so uh there's there's a bit of an answer to your question or or a bit of a ramble however you you see it but who Who can know? Nikos, who can know if 2 plus 2 equals 4? Go ahead.
1: So what does the 2 plus 2 equals 4 does? Sorry, equals 5 does to your mind. It does one thing because, again, it's worse than a mistake. 2 plus 2 equals 5 as a statement is a mistake, but at least a mistake can be corrected. This is telling you you cannot tell whether it's 4 or 5. This does one thing. This destroys your ability to live. I'm going to be a bit dramatic, but that's what, exactly what it is. It tells you don't trust your mind to live. But as we know, and as Objectivism makes clear, and as even Aristotle made clear, there's a the law of identity. Everything is something. If everything is not something, and if my mind cannot comprehend reality, then I cannot live. And it's also in a way an issue of power, because these people are basically telling you, don't trust your eyes, trust us, right? And we go back to the discussion we had the other day, like you can be a man and have a period. But I thought, don't don't think, Uh, nothing is is certain. That's the one thing. So let's make very clear, this is life distracting, life-destructive thing. The second thing I want to make clear, as you said, this goes back to the centuries. This is not Foucault and Derrida. Let me read one very small segment from Atlas Shrugged. We have the, phil- the philosopher, Dr. Simon Pritchett. Now, part of Rand's brilliance is Rand had seen postmodernism decades before postmodernism. And you said something very important. When we give up the two plus two equals four, bad things happen in the world. And as the world in Atlas Shrugged goes to, goes to chaos, People like Simon Pritchett are more and more eager to tell you two plus two equals five. So very short segment. You must learn to take a philosophical attitude, said Dr. Simon Pritchett, to a young girl student who broke down into sudden hysterical sobs in the middle of a lecture. She had just returned from a volunteer relief expedition to a settlement of Lake Superior. She had seen a mother holding the body of a grown son who had died of hunger. There are no absolutes, said Dr. Pritchett. Reality is only an illusion. How does that woman know that her son is dead? How does he know that he ever existed? This is two, this is two plus two might equal five. This is exactly what it is. You cannot be sure about anything. Therefore, just stay in the corner and, and, and survive. Don't live, basically, right? That's the one thing. The other thing is, again, the, what is behind this is the education that we've had all these decades. I'll give you a, a, a short story from my years at Kent. So the year, the academic year, I think, was 2013-2014. So back then, no social justice warriors, none of that stuff. And I was in a class on, uh, where we had to, uh, like a research certificate. So this was not gender studies. This was nothing. And this was a class for all various members of teaching staff. So we had people from computing, business. So we were like a small seminar and the teacher. The teacher is a person I very much admire. And today she's like a big public intellectual. And the discussion was different theories of knowledge. And one of the theories of knowledge was something like relativism, something like that. And as an example, it gave the theory that there are two ways to view the world. The one is that the night is that we know that the earth, you know, makes this circle and you know, we don't, it goes out anyway, it's, it's why there's night. It's because of the, the other theory is that according to some indigenous people, the night is a seat thrown on the earth, a blanket, but it has some kind of holes. And these are the stars. Now, out of the eight people in the room, Seven of some like the, the majority, I think I was a minority of one, said something like, Both of these are, are just different forms of knowledge. Again, these people were not SJWs, but these people who were around their 28 to let's say 35, they had grown up with a mantra that says, All knowledge goes, it's all a matter of perspective. How many times do we see this? Well, it's a matter of perspective. Now, someone who can tell you, again, a scientist in a top-level university who can tell you that the night could be the blanket with these kind of, uh, with this kind of uh, holes, there you can understand what the situation is. And I, can, I remember lo- lo- looking to the lecture and we're like, oh my God, what's happening here? So this is, this is what has led to, to this. This is not, unfortunately, a conspiracy of a cabal of Marxist or postmodernists, this is the, the this is the route of philosophy. Maybe we could say from Kant onwards, but anyway, I will I will I will let you Raga finish it uh, finish it off.
0: Thank you for uh, reading that excerpt from Atlas Shrugged, where uh, the professor Pritchett is telling the crying girl, "Hey, how do you know you even saw that man die, or or you saw him dead? How you do How do you know he ever existed, etc." And it's, that is where philosophy takes you when your premises are faulty. Um, I've, I've pointed out before, Ayn Rand's uh, vision of the future, it could not, she could not have sold her book if it, if it contained what people are actually saying today with regards to um, social justice and all of that. But, but the essentials of kind of the, the premises in our culture today, she absolutely uh, laid down. And uh, the manifestation in the novel is a bit different. Um, it is true. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll overturn what I said earlier, and I'll bring up the explosion in Lebanon just to use as a concrete example. Obviously, it's a horrific sight to see. But if you were to ask any philosopher, you know, any prominent thinker in the modern world, or, or many of them, I shouldn't say any, but many of them, or ask any postmodernist or ask uh, critical race theorist, Ask them what 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 it, what is that explosion? Is it tragic? Well, I mean, it's it's is it is it, I mean, what what is an explosion anyway? I mean, you ask Plato what what an explosion is, he would say, well, there's a perfect form of explosion up there, and there's a perfect uh, form of man out there in in the abstract, and uh, what we see down here. I mean, you ask Kant what what we're what we're seeing? It's you know, you, it's your senses. Your eyes are uh, giving you a certain distorted interpretation of this thing that you're seeing, and what is a man? What is a life? A postmodernist would say, well, I mean, what's the difference between a man and a dog and a dog and a rock, you know, where is the, the line between them? <laughs> we need certainty. I, I hope I'm sounding a little bit more coherent than some of the philosophers I'm um, trying to, um, I'm trying to embody. It, it's uh, we, we need certainty. There is such a thing as objectivity. This is a very difficult issue in philosophy that Ayn Rand does identify and and clarify. There is such a thing as certainty. It means within context, within the proper uh, understanding of your consciousness and existence, there is a proper way to observe reality, to conceptualize, and to ultimately be certain of what you're seeing. So, two plus two equals four. No matter what race you are, no matter where you are in the world, it remains true. No matter uh, what you know, no matter who you are, or or why or when. Um, I think that's the best I can do for some closing statements on this very, uh, very complicated. Can I have
1: just one sentence? You may. They reminded me this. The intellectual brothers of Simon Pritchard were the thugs and the criminals who were running the country. Now, let's make one sure clear. If you're not sure whether two plus two equals four, then again, you cannot be sure whether, for example, initiating murder or torture or plunder is good or not, because who can tell, right? So be be reassured that two plus two equals five is not very long away from saying for example that killing innocents or torturing innocents or stealing from innocents or or launching wars against innocents is is okay because at the end of the day who can tell where we can tell and i encourage people to go to the barricades for two plus two equals four so myself and raka will will see you in the barricades but before that Hopefully, we're going to see you in future shows. All the best. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.